1: final hour of today's episode episode number 135 you and i have discussed uh, from time to time how we one day may with the benefit of hindsight be able to look back on our experience battling this pandemic and prepare for the future for potentially either avoiding or combating some future pandemic now we're not there yet especially especially in light of the, the latest numbers that we've been receiving from the Utah Department of Health and nationwide. We, we don't yet have this thing licked. But we're on our way. Even as we face setbacks, I, I, I'm confident that we are on our way. And we have learned much. We have learned a lot. There is much that we have thus far experienced And we will then be able to apply that to how we respond in the future, both in terms of health policy and maybe even economic policy and questions of personal responsibility and such like that. That is a question. The how will we handle this in the future is a question which came up in the United States Senate just yesterday. There was a a health committee hearing uh, which was, participated in by uh, U.S. Senator Mitt Romney. You, uh, I'm sure, are familiar with Mr. Romney. The title of the hearing was COVID-19 Lessons Learned to Prepare for the Next Pandemic. Hearings like this uh, are typically a question and answer affair where the senators will sit up in their uh, very important uh, dais and look down at uh, the the various witnesses. Yesterday, four such witnesses participated, including including. Former Governor Mike Leavitt, also a former Secretary of Health and Human Services under the George W. Bush administration. And there was occasion for Senator Romney to question former Secretary Levitt about what we have observed today and how it might inform our behavior in the future should we face a pandemic later on down the road. Senator Romney started off the hearing by describing his relationship with Levitt.
2: Mike is actually the one who is most responsible for freeing me from the golden chains of the private sector. Uh, he got me to leave my, uh, my position at Bain Capital to come out and help run the Olympic Winter Games of 2002 in Salt Lake City. Uh, uh, as such, he was my boss. He was the governor of the state of Utah at the time. Uh, and we became since then uh, dear friends.
1: So that's the relationship. Now, Senator Romney explains Levitt's background.
2: In the Bush administration, he served as the administrator of the EPA and then for several years as the Secretary of Health and Human Services. One of his priorities was to focus on pandemic preparation. He secured some $7 billion in funding with the administration, through the administration and Congress, to uh, prepare for pandemics. Uh, since leaving government, he has founded a firm called Levitt Partners. It is the premier Healthcare consulting firm in the country with hundreds of employees in it under his management, as well as a private equity firm that he has built. Uh, it's an extraordinary record, and he continues to contribute to our country.
1: Alright, so very impressive resume. The stage is set. Now what happens in this hearing of yesterday is uh, Secretary Levitt discusses summits, various summits he's participated in after the outbreak of the bird flu. Levitt spent three years working with governors and individuals at the federal level and others on a series of, get this, 54 pandemic summits. So that's where you get a bunch of smart people together, you share your ideas, and you ultimately come up with uh, plans and protocols to apply to the future. Here is Secretary Levitt discussing what he learned from those summits.
0: Pandemics happen. They're a biologic fact and a certainty. Pandemics occur, and when they do, they obviously bring death and suffering and sweeping change. Part of the dilemma is that they happen far enough apart that we forget.
1: More on what he learned after the bird flu.
0: Every generation has to prepare on their own, or they will be complacent as well.
1: Generations have responsibilities. You and I have responsibilities. Organizations have responsibilities. Here's Secretary Levitt describing what organizations need to do to face a pandemic.
0: Everyone needs a pandemic plan. States need a plan. Local governments need a plan. Businesses, churches, schools, hospitals. Because a pandemic is different than any other disaster that we deal with.
1: He talks it
0: about, is intensely local.
1: He talks about the steps on what those plans should look like.
0: First, the need to clarify roles between states and national governments in advance. Second, having a vaccine is critical, but it's only the beginning. While we have manufacturing capability, Fill, finish, and distribution priorities will inevitably be a problem, and they still need planning. Third, providing situational awareness is a critical role of the federal government, and principally CDC. The disease-gathering, informa- information-gathering capability of the federal government needs investment, and it needs modernization. And lastly, I'll echo what my colleagues have said, pandemic preparation requires investment every year.
1: Secretary Levitt had a fascinating quote later on in the in this hearing in this back and forth between himself and Senator Romney and the other participating senators. He said that everything we do before a pandemic will seem alarmist. Everything we do after a pandemic will seem inadequate. This is the dilemma we face, but if but it should not stop us from doing what we can to prepare. He then outlined what would happen if states don't have a plan.
0: Any state or any community that fails to plan, thinking that somehow the federal government will ride to its rescue, will be tragically mistaken. Not because the federal government lacks the will, not because it lacks the wallet, but because the federal response uh, plan is based on focusing primarily on localized disasters.
1: He spoke more on how the federal government responds in a disaster.
0: In a terrorist event like 9-11 or a natural disaster like Katrina, the federal government's response is to call on unaffected states to send people and equipment to the disaster area. In a pandemic, those resources are to a large degree unavailable because they're needed at home.
1: So that's the, the hearing. That's the witness testimony delivered by... Secretary Levitt, as he addressed the United States Senate yesterday, and if you paid attention to that uh, that second to last clip there, where he talked about what happens if the states don't have a plan, uh, it, it it sounds dire. It, it sounds very dire. It's important for states to have a plan, and I, you know, regardless of what you feel about politics or this or that, I do know that the pressure on Governor Herbert. And his task force and uh, even on Dr. Dunn and uh, Major General Burton and all those who are making policy decisions, be those right decisions or wrong decisions, I know the pressure is high. And that doesn't excuse uh, any missteps, but uh, it does help us to understand the uh, the important nature and the gravity of the decisions that they are making, because as Secretary Levitt here described, the federal government's plan is pretty reliant on the strength and resilience of the states it's not an overstatement to say we're on our own here. And if we are not happy with the decisions being handed down by the governor or by his task force or even by the State Department of Health, it is beholden on us to figure out what behavior makes us comfortable, what behavior more importantly will keep us and our families safe and engage in that very behavior. How do we make those decisions? Well, we try to do our best to rely on good science and good advice from those in the know. I'm going to leave it at that. When we come back, man, I'm excited about this conversation. A colleague of mine, Becky Bruce, will join us. She's the host of the Hope in Darkness podcast, which outlines the experience of Josh Holt as he and his wife sat imprisoned in Venezuela for many years. Details on the latest episode of Hope in Darkness ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.